Welcome to another edition of Riding the Wall, and back this week is Justin from his vacation. Yeah, yeah, it's been a busy one. Yeah, doing all right? Doing good. Been doing a lot of fishing, hunting? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any luck at either? Uh, a lot more luck at fishing than hunting, but that's just the way it goes sometimes. Turkey yeah. are winning right now, so. Well, you'll even up to score at some point. Oh, yeah. 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 It's all good fun. Yeah. So we got quite a bit to talk about today, actually. Yeah, um, we do. Did you get to see the Kansas race? No, I didn't. I get, but I did. Oh, I, I watched the I, yeah. I watched the highlights. Um, so I've got all the important stuff, you know. Yeah. But well, it was. I think <clears throat> right from the green flag, it was a good race, um, and I wasn't expecting that from Kansas. Because when I think of Kansas, I think of a typical mile and a half, you know, cookie-cutter track, Texas, Vegas. Everybody's going to go around and place where they place. Yeah. 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 So that's what I was expecting. But as the race, you know, once it started, well, it started, I'm just going to go ahead and say from the start, it pissed me off. Because for one, fantasy reasons, I had picked Kyle Larson to win, and he was on the outside of the front row, lap, what, six? He got spun out by Reddick, and that just... So I was hoping and praying he just didn't tear the car up, but uh, he did pretty good coming back through the field. So, um, <clears throat> so we had that, we had that spin, which I really didn't expect that from Reddick, and I, it was completely unintentional. Um, you could tell, but um, I was holding my breath that he would keep it off the wall. Yeah, um, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a driver that's gonna get spun out. Larson's a good one to have. I mean, he yeah. can he can control a car. You know, I mean, all, all them guys can control it to a point. But it seems like he's one of the maybe five out there that can control a wreck. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, he did pretty good in that one because I was holding my breath on the couch. Um, so, a lot of good racing. A lot of. Uh, you know, three wide. They were going all over the track, down low, up in the middle, up high. And then we get towards the end. And that's, you know, where we're where we're going to now is the good stuff. Right so, in the face. Yeah. <laughs> As I say at the end of every episode, I mean, Chastain. Well, just... Noah Gregson is obviously listening to the podcast. Right, right. But, um, you know, I mean, that's, that's just, that's why I say that because, I mean... Chastain, he's, or Chastain's listening to the podcast when I should right. say, yeah. But you know, I mean, he did this right in the face. I mean, it was awesome. I mean, I mean, I don't condone violence. I have to say that, but but sometimes that's what pre- makes friends friends is a good punch to the face. You exactly. know, I mean, you get you get pissed off at somebody, you duke it out, you punch each other in the face a couple of times, then you go have a beer and you're fine after that. Right. You know, that's how friendships. Sometimes that's how friendships are made. Um. But before that, before we get into all that excitement, right. we're going to go, we get to the end of the race, you know, about 10 to go. Larson has used his stuff up. Hamlin is coming after him. He's reeling him in. And they're both riding the wall. Um, and it's everything Larson can do to stay in front of Hamlin at this point. And there was some, some turns. Larson was actually able to pull away from him, get him in that dirty air. Um, and then, but it didn't take long for Hamlin to reel him back in. Yeah, it's going to be a veteran like Hamlin that with 10 to go, he knew he was going to pass him. You know what I'm saying? He was just waiting for the right time, waiting for Larson to use up what he had left, 
and make a clean pass on him. Yeah, yeah but he, he's that veteran that, you know, just like Logano and Harvick and so on. You know, them guys have been doing it for so long that they can tell by looking at that car in front of him. Uh, he's, he's fish food, you know. Yeah. I got him. Mm-hmm. So, and then we get to the last lap coming out of turn two. The pass happens. So, what's your take on the pass? I've heard, you know, it. we're recording this on Thursday, so it happened four or five days ago. Um, I've heard a few things, you know, people's opinions on it. I want to hear yours. On Hamlin passing Larson? Yeah. I thought it was a good pass. Well, okay. Because I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. And, I th- and I'm more of a Larson fan than a Hamlin fan. That's no mm-hmm. secret. But it was a good pass. And there, there was nothing wrong with what, the way that happened. Yes, and I am the same way. I'm a Larson fan. Um, I like Hamlin. Not really a Hamlin fan, but I am a Larson fan, and I didn't see anything wrong with that. It was just hard racing. Right. White flag. You're going for the win, you know, and, you know, we're in these playoffs. You win and you're in. So <clears throat> he has to do something. He can't just sit behind him or he's never going to win the race, right? So he's got to do something. But I think he makes a little contact with Larson's left rear rear. quarter panel and a lot of people are condemning the pass saying it was a dirty move it was it wasn't clean driving um and i didn't see anything wrong with that because and this is my take on it it was hard racing like i said white flag larson had been scraping the wall two or three different times just trying to keep hamlin behind him so with him scraping the wall, he's going to lose speed, right? Every time he scrapes that wall, even just a little bit, he's going to yeah. lose a little bit of speed. And Hamlin's right on his back bumper. So he goes, he whips it out there to the left to make the pass. And right before he makes that move, Larson's scraping the wall. I mean, you can see there was a shot where it's like they're looking at him coming down the back stretch, And you can see Larson's car is on the wall before Hamlin makes contact. So that caused Larson to lose enough speed that Hamlin couldn't get the car, his car, to the inside of him quick enough. You know, he he was going to make the move. Whether he would have actually made the pass, had there been no contact, we don't know. You know, that's playing the what if game. But my 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 overall take on it is, and and I've seen some of the media content about people kind of fussing about how. Hamlin passed Larson, but anybody that follows NASCAR knows that these cars, these gen car, the new gen cars are very hard to pass. And the drivers say that every week, mm-hmm. another race can't pass. And that's know? why they're driving so aggressive. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't go out there and get second every week and not make a move. And somebody like Kyle Larson that races four or five nights a week, you know, whether it be in late model or modifieds or sprint cars or NASCAR. Rubbin is racing. Hamlin didn't intentionally do anything. Yeah. Larson is a very difficult driver to pass. And everybody out there knows it. Let alone when you put him in a car that's impossible to pass with. You right. know? So Hamlin did exactly what any successful race car driver would have done. And what people don't look at is Hamlin could have dumped him at any time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If he wanted to be a dick, he could have just dumped him and went on. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah, find me. You know, go ahead. You right. know, 
but that's not how Hamlin was racing. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's, that's where I, that's where I look at it. And if Larson wasn't complaining about it, he knew it was a racing move. It was a racing move. Mm -hmm. So if the driver's not complaining about it, everybody else shut the hell up. Yeah. You know, and, and Hamlin had, you know, he had two options, pull out beside him a little bit sooner and then you may not make the pass or ride behind him and hope that he messes up and it's Larson. He's not going to mess up. Right. So you're going to, you're going to run second guaranteed by staying behind him or you pull out there a little bit sooner and hope that you can make the pass. And the race is coming to a checkered flag. You've got to do something. Yeah. And I think that's what he was going to do because it was obvious that the weak spot on Larson, Larson's car was not handling all that great coming out of turn two. And Hamlin had been following him long enough to where he, he, he could see it. that. He knew that. So that's where he needed to make his move. And that's what he did. And uh, Because, like I said, for the few laps before that, every time coming out of turn two, Larson, you could see that he was scraping that wall. So <clears throat> he did everything he could to keep Hamlin behind him. It just wasn't enough. He used up all of his stuff. Um, had that been maybe a less experienced driver behind Larson, he might have been able to keep him behind him. But or it if, it was a, if it was a less experienced driver behind Larson. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, right, if it was but, somebody in second, it, right, if, had Hamlin been maybe... That's a double-edged sword because if that would have been a less experienced driver behind Larson, that guy could have just dumped him. You know what I'm saying? Look, I that's mean, true, look, too. Look at how <clears throat> aggressive a lot of these younger guys are. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could have just plowed him. You know, I'm going to follow him. I'm going to be right on his tail coming out of turn two. When he does rub that wall, I'm dumping him. It's yeah. going to look like he done it himself, mm-hmm. you know. So, so that yeah, that's my take on it. It was just a hard racing, hard racing, racing move, no foul really. Right. Um, I've seen a lot worse. Absolutely. So, my what I thought was so amazing was that um, Larson was able to get that car back straight to finish second. Yeah. Because uh, he was ninety degrees into the wall. I mean, he was. His driver's side headlight was scraping the wall. That's where he was at. So to get that car back straight in order to salvage a second place finish is impressive. Yeah. That's that's probably the most impressive thing of the day that I've seen. Um, so that's my take on that. Now let's get to the good stuff. The post-race entertainment. What's your take on that? Noah Gregson, Ross Chastain. My take on that is, I don't care which two drivers you are, unless it's a female driver. Sometimes they get a little bit more feisty than the guys. Right, but (laughs) they do get feisty. I mean, Danica was every week, she's the one to punch somebody in the face. Right, but you don't, you know, a a male driver don't hit a female driver, period. I'm going on the record saying that. Yeah. (laughs) If you do, dad didn't raise you right. Right. So, Noah Grayson being a a young buck out there. Um, he should have known better. I mean, he's not new to racing. He should have known better than to walk up. It's okay to go face-to-face and say what you want to say. You, you can run your mouth. You can call each other names, whatever. But the moment Grayson put his hands on Chastain, and, you know, I mean, I'm not, and I don't mean this in this in this moment, you know, that happened Sunday after the after the race, but... Chastain's kind of had a, a fight coming for a while with anyone out there on that track. Yeah, I think his head's been on a swivel for a while. Right, so 
So when you go up to put your, and you put your hands on a driver, you know, Grayson grabbed his racing suit and Chastain, I, I back him on this. I do. That's, you know, he, he told Grayson twice. He said, stop, stop. And when he didn't stop after the second stop, he got he, he got him a quick right hook in, and it, <laughs> he ate and, a knuckle sandwich <laughs> right and and he should have you yeah. know because you know Chastain know probably knows in the back of his mind he's had something coming for a while mm-hmm. it was just a matter of time so I mean you don't know when this guy's gonna throw a punch I mean he's already grabbed me trying to jerk me around I'm going you know what I'm saying because I mean you and could, he could it, tell by the way Gregson was talking right. to him and that any, it was gonna happen and in any sport it don't matter if it's NASCAR, or football, or basketball, or water polo. Any anytime there's a altercation these days, there's a couple guys standing right there that's going to jump in after that first fight or first fist is thrown. Yeah. So get the one in you can. Mm-hmm. Don't be the <laughs> don't be the guy grabbing my racing suit, jerking me back and forth, and get punched in the face. Yeah. If you're gonna come at me, go ahead and just come at me, run in your mouth and throw that fist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with that. Um, my problem with the whole thing is for a year and a half, Ross Chastain has just been all over everybody on the track. It doesn't matter if it's Denny Hamlin, <clears throat> Chase Elliott, uh, who else has he had run-ins with? You name it. There's been a few. You know, yeah. There's been more than a few. Larson. Um, he's deserved a punch in the face. But nobody does it. This time, he didn't do anything wrong. Right. He he raced aggressively, which is that's what he's there to do. But a lot of them do. There was no contact made between yeah. what the reason that Gregson got pissed off at him was because he thought Chastain ran him in the fence, which well, it is the exact same scenario as Bubba and Kyle Larson last year at Vegas. Right. Which Larson was on the inside, ran Bubba hard. He ran him high. And Bubba got his butt hurt. And Bubba. He Bubba moved out of Larson's way and ended up hitting the fence. And he was mad at himself, but he took it out on Larson. And I think that's what Gregson had going on here. Chastain was on the inside. Gregson was on the outside. And Ross just raced him hard. You know? He, he gave him... All you have to do is give him enough room for that car to fit. That's all you have to give him. Um, when they're side by side like that. And that's what he did. That's what Ross gave... Noah. And Noah went up, hit the fence, got pissed off. He come back down and he side smacked Ross, but Ross drove off. Now, and I think that kind of fueled Noah's frustration is that he's probably not, well, there's no probably to it. He's not in as good of equipment as Ross, so he couldn't catch him. You know, so, and this was like with 60, 65 laps to go. Yeah. Uh, Noah at the time was going a lap down or he had just went a lap down and it just he just sat there and he 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 had 60 laps to he had 60 laps to fume about it exactly (laughs) and you know when he got out of the car you could see him he was kind of walking back and forth getting his thoughts together what's he going to say and then he confronts him and I agree with you that he went to Ross Chastain's car yep and there's an unwritten rule in racing. If you go to someone else's pit, 
whether you're walking to their pit or you're taking your car to their pit, you're probably going to get an ass whooping. Well, I mean, that's like coming into my yard. <clears throat> yeah, you, know you don't saying? do it. Right. I mean, somebody comes onto my property and mows two strips of my grass, I'm probably going to have their ass. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> I understand that completely. <laughs> As, you know, there's probably going to be some sandwiches getting eaten, but uh, some knuckle sandwiches. But And that's what Noah did. He walked over to Ross... He wasn't in his pit box, he wasn't in his pit stall, but he was beside his car. Ross stayed beside his car. Noah walked over to Ross's car and confronted him for really no reason. Um, I, I think if there was a failure in this whole thing, it should. It, it, whoever is in Noah's ear during that race should have been like, Look, man, I know you're pissed, but you ain't got no reason to be pissed. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Keep your head on, focus on the race, keep your head on straight, let's finish this thing. Yeah. You know, should have talked him down. That's, that's what he should have had in his ear because anybody that knows common sense NASCAR knows that Ross didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And But Noah's also that young buck, like I said earlier, that a lot of these older guys out there on the track... You know, uh, there's that garage talk every week. Oh, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna bust his ass. <laughs> yep, just and, a matter of time. And I'm I'm sure that Noah, being being the kid, it's like all filled up with testosterone and jacked up, glad to be hanging with the big guys. I'll do it. He yeah. ever he ever he ever messes with me, I'll do it. Watch. Mm-hmm. You know. And I'm not saying that's what Noah was saying. Yeah. But and I think it's I, easy to see that being done. Yes, and I think along those lines, I think. With Noah, there is some frustration. He's competing with Ty Gibbs for Rookie of the Year, which driving skills, they're pretty equal in in my mind. That's my opinion. Ty Gibbs is a great driver. I'm not a fan. It's going to take me a long time. I'm going to have to see some good things from him before I become a fan of his. I'm just not a fan. But that can change. But Noah, you know, I'm all right with Noah. But, uh, you know, last year when they were both in the Xfinity, they both had really, they had top quality equipment. They were in equal equipment. Right. Well, I say equal. One was a Chevy, one was a Toyota. So one had the advantage. Right. But, you know, yeah. um, but they were equal. And they the could, teams had the same amount of money. Yes. They were, they were on a level playing field. Whereas this year, not so much. Even though one's still in a Chevy and one's still in a Toyota, the kid that's in the Toyota has the advantage, uh, but just by being with a better team. Um, and I think that has some frustration. So Noah is not able to maybe display his talents like he wants to, like he thinks or he feels that he should. So I think that's kind of a frustration. And then it all just kind of boiled over when, when this whole incident happened on the track. So he gets out and he goes over and, and says, hey, we're going to talk about this. Now, one thing I do think about this is Noah Gregson, with a bowl cut, should not be going over and trying to punch anybody in the face. <laughs> he shouldn't have took his helmet off <laughs> for two yeah. reasons. <laughs> right. You got a kid with a bowl cut going over and wanting to fight somebody, and then you get punched in the face. Um, and, but, you know, what, what? one of the things I like the most about that, and, you know, you never want to see having to come to that but in all honesty you kind of we 
we, we do enjoy seeing that because we're NASCAR fans, and this yeah. is the, some of the stuff that NASCAR was always famous for, you know, and it was part of the deal, you yeah. know. Very first Daytona 500, all you ever see of that is the fight that happened at the end of the race. Right. You know. So, but if you notice, and I'm sure you did, as soon as, as soon as uh, Chastain threw that right hook and caught him in the jaw, he turned around away from the situation and he couldn't quit smiling he was damn near laughing yeah you know and i, I thought that was i was laughing because he turned around and he's like why is this kid getting put his hands i've on watched <laughs> i have watched this thing probably six seven maybe ten times right just over and over because i want to hear what they're saying i want to see i want to i want to watch this whole thing and just keeping my eye on ross and i watch this whole thing just keeping my eye on noah I'm watching this whole thing, keeping my eye on the officials that are in between them. I'm I'm watching everything, right? I want to I want to get my full opinion, and I want to try to make the best opinion. Well, not really the best opinion, but an honest. I want my yeah, an honest opinion, and try. I want to try to be accurate from a driver's from what a driver feels, you know, um, because I've kind of been in that situation, and I'll I'll get to that story in just a minute, but. Um, my take on this whole thing is Noah walks over to Ross's car with a bowl cut. He's mad as hell. His face is red. He's fuming. He has total intentions of punching Ross in the face two or three times and being done. And he makes the mistake of grabbing him by the fire suit first, which gets the attention of these officials, and they're on their way to step in the, in the middle of it. Ross says stop twice. Wow. Yep. So I do give kudos to Ross. Um... He handled it the right he way. He handled it the right and he grabbed the punch in hand. If you notice, he grabbed Noah's right arm. Right. So he knew he wasn't a lefty. He grabbed that punch in hand so he couldn't punch him. It's almost which, like Ross has been punched before. I would say he probably <laughs> has. <laughs> couldn't imagine why, but um so he grabs he grabs Noah's punch in hand so he don't get punched. And like you said, he said stop twice. Noah's still He's trying, and by this time, the officials are in between them. Yeah. Right? They're pulling them apart. They're pulling them apart. You got one that's got a hold of Ross, and you've got one that's got a hold of Noah. And then Ross sees his opportunity. He just clocks him. Yeah. Right in the face. <laughs> right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Noah ate that one. But and you know and as soon as he clocked him in the face, he thought one was coming because he ducked. Yeah, he turned. He, he turned to the side because he thought one was coming back at him. And one was coming back at him, but you see that big old boy that... Oh, that big old boy caught it. Yeah, he caught it. He Grace said, no, we ain't doing that. He caught his fist. He, <laughs> he did. He, you know, it's like, he's like, no, it ain't happening today. That but. pissed me off more than anything. I was like, let him throw one. If he misses, he misses. If he connects, he connects. It's, it's tough to say. Should you let somebody throw a punch? The right answer is no. But at the time, but the, real, answer's the real answer is, dude just got punched in the face. He probably deserves but, one throw. But that's just the fact of the matter out there. Just as I said, in any sport, no matter what college, professional sport there is nowadays, it's going to be split up and broke up after one punch, usually. So, Except for hockey, yeah. Right. Yeah. So... Well, hockey don't count. Yeah, I know. So it's Canadian stuff. Right. We don't understand it. Exactly. It's like soccer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anywho, but Grayson knows this. 
So if there's only going to be one punch thrown, are you going to throw it or are you going to eat it? I'm going to throw it. Exactly. I'm going to throw that, it. That, and, I, and I promise you, I mean, if, if Noah learned anything from that, He'll throw the first punch going forward, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next time he gets into it, he's gonna, he's just gonna lead with the punch. He's right. not gonna lead with the grab. There ain't no point talking. There ain't no. Just do what you're go- coming to do. Get it out of the way. Because there's only gonna be one punch thrown, unless yeah. there's that big of a crowd around so quick that the NASCAR officials can't get to him yeah. immediately. And and maybe that was Noah's intention. Maybe he he just wanted to grab him. Maybe he didn't have an intention on punching him. Until well, he got punched. Yeah, but that's but just it. Maybe it's, you put your hands on me like Noah did him. Right. I'm not going to wait and find out because but, you're already getting aggressive with me. Right. But before this incident, let's ask this question. Before this incident, did you see Ross Chastain throwing a punch on anybody? No. He just don't look like that kind of guy, right? Right. That's what I thought. I thought, psh, all you, I mean, even somebody like Chase Elliott. But nobody ever grabbed him by the racing suit either. Right. We haven't seen that yet. So <laughs> we're all thinking he just, he's a soft-spoken, seems like a nice guy, you know, blue-collar guy coming he's up. Just, he's just racing He's just hard. out there racing. Yeah, he's doing his job. He don't seem like the kind of guy that's going to go throw hands. But sure enough, he's going to throw him. He's going to throw him quick. Yeah, he is. And he, he landed. Yeah. He's on target. So It's almost like a watermelon hit Noah right in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now that's the bad part of that is that sends a message you know that sends a message hey i'm gonna keep driving the way i am you want to talk about it i'm willing to throw hands yeah so that's gonna there's gonna be some people that are gonna back away from that right you have in my mind and this is like i said this is my opinion you're gonna have guys like chase elliott who might be willing to walk up and talk about it or a joey logano type of driver that's going to be willing to walk up and talk about it, but they're not going to get physical, you know. Kyle Busch. Whereas you have somebody like a Kyle Busch, a Kevin Harvick, Brad maybe. Brad Keselowski. Brad Keselowski. Yes, you have some. Chris maybe a Busher. Ryan Newman that's coming into the game. Yeah. Coming back into the game, um, that they're they're more than willing to throw hands. They don't care. Yeah. But he's not messing with them kind of people. He's never bumped one of those. And I'm really hoping and praying that he hits Ryan Newman one time just to see what oh, happens with Rocket that. Man on, Rocket Man will flatten his ass. Because <laughs> that's going to be some entertainment. Even even somebody like I mentioned, Chris Buescher. Chris <clears throat> Buescher seems like, man, I mean, and he probably is the nicest guy you ever meet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he's a stout old country boy. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That boy ain't no skinny, 120-pound, mm-hmm. you know, 5'5 yeah. NASCAR driver. You know, I mean, he's... He's a pretty stout old plowboy, uh-huh. you know, and and that's that's the kind of guy you don't want to get a hold of, just like Ryan Newman, yeah. you know, and you know, I mean, what if Smoke was out there on the track still, and <laughs> you know, Chastain Dampshire wouldn't be racing him like that. No, I think what should have happened. He would once. Right, right. He <laughs> thought he was tough one time. Or Dale Senior, you know. Yeah, and but those guys, those old guys, <clears throat> I think they they would have done it the right way. It wasn't so they much would, about beating your ass in the pits. It was about well, it was getting next, you back on the your track. Your next six weeks are going to be hell. Yes, because, and I think Noah handled it wrong because he sent a good message that he, you mess with me, there's there could be some repercussions in the pits. Um, but that's just it. I don't feel like he messed with them. You know. Right, and that, that's 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 the happened. whole that's the big picture of this whole incident. Ross didn't do anything wrong this time. You know, right. normally Ross is. He's apologizing <laughs> because he's hitting, he's hitting the damn pace car pretty much. I mean, he's hitting everything on the track, 
And he says he don't mean it, but he's just driving hard like he's supposed to, which I, I get it from all points, but you keep hitting everybody on the track. You gotta change something. Somebody's going to get you back. Yep. At some, you will not be able to just keep riding around the track and apologizing for your mistakes week in and week out. So it's it's going to catch up with him, and it almost did this week. Now, what I am really curious about, I know we're playing the what if game again, is what if those officials hadn't have been around? You know, what. Uh, what would that whole scenario have looked like? I've, and it's wrong of me to say it would be entertaining because fights, a fist fight should not be entertaining. But as people and as humans, I mean, we've made a sport of say, it. We've made a couple of sports of it with when, boxing when and MMA. It, when has it ever not been? Right. So, I mean, Unless we sell tickets a... to these things. <clears throat> so that's part of the game and it's part of the entertainment. And... You know, you also have the aspect of boys have at it. They didn't let them have at it, really. I mean, they let one have at it. Well, I mean, if they want to expand their profits, why not say, hey, yeah, anybody that wants to buy a ticket to whoever had an issue today on the track, we're going to set this cage up over here and these two can fight. Yeah. <laughs> and, and watching that, when I had my eyes on Noah, once he got punched in the face... His attitude changed completely. He was uh, he was doing everything he could to get to Ross. I think if he could have got to Ross, I think Noah would have been the winner of that fight. You think so? I think so. Well, and I mean, if you just stand the two side by side, it's a 50-50 coin flip, you know. But after, after you see one of them get punched in the face and the way they react to that, boy, he was pissed. Well, that bowl cut was going every which direction. You know, the, the, <laughs> legend, the legend Mike Tyson made that comment years and years ago it's a perfect quote everybody everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face yeah and i love that quote i do too now and that it fits this it fits so perfect right here because mm -hmm. i'm sure noah had a plan walking over there yeah but that plan changed once he got punched in got the face. <laughs> and for some reason it pissed him off you know <laughs> more than he already was <laughs> Which is kind of humorous, and we laugh about it now. But uh, you know, so I mean that that whole scenario carrying over into Darlington. Darlington's a tight track to race on. It's a I love Darlington. Yeah, the lady I in mean black. it's it's mostly one groove. I mean, there's two grooves, but I mean you got to have a really strong car to run in that off groove. But uh, so that scenario with. Uh, with Gregson and, and Chastain, we could see some more of that this week, you know. Noah couldn't get that punch to the face, but he might get Ross Chastain hooked up in the wall right there, so that's going to be something to watch. Yeah, I, I think we'll see some carryover from this. <clears throat> but, uh... And I had a story along with that. I had to I had to reach for a new can, but, uh... Because I was in, I was in the same, somewhat of the same situation when I was racing. Um, you got punched in the face. I didn't get punched. I probably <laughs> should have gotten punched in the face, but I did not. Um, we were, and and this was, you know, supposed to be the beginner class. We're not the fast guys. I'm not racing late models. You know, I'm, we're at Brownstown, and this is a heat race, right? So, we go out there for the heat race, and my car was running really good this night. 
we go we're racing what I think it was a eight or a ten lap heat race and the whole race goes green and I didn't realize it because we don't have mirrors in the car but I was going anywhere from fourth to second at any point I mean the top four were just running that close right and I was in that top four they took the top four straight to the feature we didn't have to mess with the concy so and I think there was probably 10 cars in this heat race I'm not sure but um, I think it was a 10 lap heat race on like lap 8 they throw a caution you know somebody spins we throw a caution rack us back up here we go we go again we get going we go around for one lap I'm fine I'm still in the top four right we take the white flag we go around one and two I'm still up there we go diving down into three and this guy I remember it like it was yesterday this guy just did some kamikaze dive underneath me into turn three between me and the big old uke tire right there and just he didn't tap his brake at all I don't think he even set the car up to take the turn like he, he normally would he was using me as the, as his brake right. and has his as his handling and he hit me so hard door to door that hit hurt and usually a door-to-door -door hit don't really hurt too bad but uh, that one hurt he sent it in that hard and as soon as it as soon as he hit me you know he's on my inside he hits me and it knocks me up towards the outside of the track it took me out of my groove it kind of just I was like what the hell I didn't even realize he was that close I didn't see a bumper I didn't see a hood before that I didn't even hear him so I didn't know he was anywhere close but that's how hard he threw that car into that turn and um, and as soon as he did as soon as I realized what was going on you know, it took me a split second I realized what was going on I knew exactly who it was and the bad thing is me and this guy had pitted right next to each other for half the season I mean we were somewhat friends I mean we didn't help each other with the cars but we talked to each other you know hey you know my car's doing this what do you think you need you know we'd kind of help each other out if we if we could but we had a big group of like eight or eight or about eight of us kind of parked together and we were both in that little group right so this guy hits me a ton going into turn three knocks me up the track and as soon as I realized everything that was going on with it we're coming to the checkered and all I see is red I'm just it pissed me off that bad this is a heat race you know and he's damn near tore up my car for a heat race. So I'm going to get him back right away. That's my in instant thought. He's not making it to the checkered flag. That's what's going through my head. Because we have on our bumpers, you know how on an old car, an old chrome bumper, it kind of comes out from one side to the other, and then it kind of flares yep. in, right? So you cut them flares off. So you got so just you a... You don't hook nobody. You got an end, right? But those bumpers are covered with a plastic nose piece, right? And mine was, his was. But the back bumper's exposed. His back bumper's exposed. So I thought, and this is wrong. Looking back on it, this is completely wrong. But this was my thought process. I'm gonna put my front bumper in his back bumper, and I'm gonna hook him. And we're both going into that concrete wall right there in front of the grandstands. I don't care that I tear up my car. I'm going to prove a point right now. 
in front of all these people. And there's about, the stands was about three quarters full or half full, whatever, but it wasn't fair night, so it wasn't completely packed, but you know, it was, it was a good, good show. Um, so that's my thought. I've like, cause he's already pulling in front of me. He just took my spot with that kamikaze move and that's what pissed me off. So I'm going to try and hook his, his bumper. And I tried. I mean, I was, I was steering it in there. I was, yes. You know, my focus was completely on my front bumper and his back bumper, and I couldn't get it. I couldn't hook him. And once he got in front of me enough to where I knew it wasn't going to happen, you know, I ended up getting fifth. I had to go through a concy now, all because of his dumbass move. Right. So he takes the checker flag in fourth place, and he makes the feature. I take the checker flag in fifth place. I got to go through a concy. I never let off the gas. So he's slowing down as he's going through one. My foot's on the floor. I'm wide open. And I hit him as he's in turn one. My intention was spin him out, hit him hard, spin him out, let him know I wasn't happy with the move that he made. You know, whatever happens to the cars happens to the cars. I didn't care about his car because he didn't care about my car. Right. You know, that's my thought process on it. So I hit him. And as I'm, and I sat pretty low in my car. All you could see was like half of my helmet. I really, I don't know how I seen over the dashboard because I was sitting so <laughs> low in that car. But uh, all I could see was my fender, my driver's side front fender folded out. It just 90 degrees. Buckle. I was like, what the? I didn't spin him. I'm just watching him. He didn't spin. That pissed me off even more now because I just hit him and I'm just seeing my car getting tore up and he hadn't even spun yet. And that was my whole purpose was to spin him out. I never lifted. I stayed in the throttle, foot completely on the floor. So he's going, he's halfway around one and two at this point. And I could see his head looking around. I could see that helmet looking around to see where I was, see who it was that hit him. I nailed him again. But I, this time I went a little bit to the inside and I yeah. come up and I hit him more to the side of the left rear. And I hit him hard. You know, I slowed down once I hit him the first time, so I wasn't going as fast this time as I was. But I hit him again. You know, the the guy that takes the camera, the the pictures, he was well into the the grass in one and two. But he started running like uh, something was gonna happen. I don't know, but I I remember seeing him run, and I hit this guy a second time, and that one spun him out. Now I'm happy, right? But in the process. That second hit buckled my hood. I'm like, great. I'm tearing my car up more than I'm tearing up his. Just trying to prove a point. And, uh, but once I spun him out... Made you feel better. Yeah. I spun him out. Me and him are eye contact right there. You know, He's looking at me. I'm looking at him. I didn't give him the, I didn't give him the finger or anything like that like I wanted to, but I didn't. Because once I spun him out, I wasn't seeing red no more. I proved my point. He knew. He knew. He, he knew. Yeah. Just like I knew. We both know what happened. And, you know, and then I had to go another, the cool down lap to go into the pits. And so once I go through two, it's all hitting me what I just did. I'm like, oh man, that was a, that was an asshole move. I shouldn't have done that. You know, it felt good. And at the time it was the right thing to do because well, I was wrong. Asshole, it was an asshole move on his side too. But yes. Again, I mean. And that's why in my mind it was right because I'm want, just. If you want to do that to me in a feature, that's one thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's not be. It's a heat race. Right. You know. Let's not do it in a heat race, but 
completely understand if it's a feature and you're fighting for first and second. Yeah. I'm not going to say I'd be doing it for third and fourth or fourth and fifth. Yeah. I you mean, yeah, but saying? this was the last transfer spot in a heat race. It's like, come on, dude. You know? Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean and he normally he had a fast enough car he could transfer straight to the feature and you know me and him were right about level with each other that's why we were fighting for the same spot so he was probably having some aggravation in his car too that he wasn't as yes. fast as he normally was well and i find out after the race was over when we were just green for eight laps i was i was fourth he was fifth but he was like half a lap behind me so there was no way in hell he would have made this transfer spot had it stayed green right. he had to do that kamikaze move but I didn't know that at the time. That's his problem, not your problem. <laughs> exactly. But he made it your problem. Exactly. But then he wants to try to damage my car. So in my mind, I'm I'm right by evening the score on the track. I'm not going to throw fists with this guy. This guy's 6'4". He was probably a couple years out of high school. Um, I mean, I, I remember the guy's name. I'm not going to say it. But uh, as far as I know, he's still racing today in a higher class. But um, at Brownstown... But um, but to finish my story, I'm I'm going down the back stretch on my cool down lap, and it's all going through my head. I'm all replaying, and I'm like, oh great, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. This is gonna be that. There's gonna be a fight back in the pits because where he spun out, he can just go right over the hill, and he's right back here in his pits because we both pitted right right on the back stretch. Uh, but this night, I was back on the other side of the creek, and. Uh, so I'm, I make it around three and four, and I see the the track promoter at the time. He's already walking out on the track. He's looking at me. I'm like, great, you know. Um, and there was a lot of mixed feelings about this track promoter at the time, but he never really did anything wrong to me. So I didn't have any bad feelings toward him. But um, he he points to me and he points to the track real quick. Like, come right here, you know. He like mom would do if she's mad at you. Come here, you know. And she points. So I stop. He leans into the car. He says, load it up on the trailer. You're done. And then he turns around. He goes to walk away. I wasn't letting him walk away. No. Uh-uh. Did you run over him? Well, I th- <laughs> <laughs> the, what I should have done Josh has played Williams. in my mind. Josh Williams put it in park. So that was one go. of the things I had thought about doing. <laughs> I thought about just climbing out of the car right there and just saying, here, hook up to it, bub. We mean you're going to talk about it in the infield. But he started to walk away, and I yelled at him. I was, hey, come here. And he's not a small guy either. You know, he was probably six two. He was he was a, a beefy boy. You know, he he turns around, he leans back in the car, and I and I started giving him my side of. So I said he can hit me up there and turn three like the way he hit me, but I can't do right back to him. But he didn't let me finish my sentence. He let me get about four words out, and he said, "Shut up, or it'll be longer than tonight." Well, that pissed me off too. But at that time, the division of cars that we were running in, Brownstown was the only track we could run. Yeah. Our tra- our cars were pretty much outlawed everywhere else. So, um, so I, I all right, I just, all I could do is really put my head down. The the you know the slow roll of shame back to the to the pits, and you, as I go to the through the pits, I could hear rocks dinging off my car. People were throwing because this kid was probably the. Uh, he was a local boy. He was from Brownstown. Played on a football team. You know, he's, you know, all that. So, no matter what I did, I was in the wrong in this scenario. But uh, I'm going back, and I'm thinking, oh Lord. And at this point, I'm thinking, how many guys does he have in his pit crew? Because at the time, it was me, my dad, and my brother. But on this one night, and this is one of the things that I really still have regret about this, was my uncle, who lived in Pins- in Pittsburgh, had come down just to watch me race that night. 
So he drove however long it takes to go from Pittsburgh to Brownstown yeah. just to watch me race. He was clapping. Well, everybody's throwing rocks at my car. He's clapping. <laughs> but he's a big old boy. He's probably 6'5", and he's 300-something pounds, so he could hold his own. Right. Whereas me, my dad, and my brother, we are not that size. So I'm hearing these rocks ding, and I felt a couple ding off my helmet and stuff like that. I'm thinking, oh, boy, how many of them are going to be back at my trailer when I get back there? Because I thought they were already coming back there. But what I didn't realize was there was a track official following me back to my pits, and when I went past his... He was already parked there, and there was a track official parked right there. So they already knew where we were both parked at, and all night long, they had track officials between me and him. Now this, I wasn't going to fight with the guy. I've already, I've already he, proved what I wanted to do. He never said nothing? No, but we bickered back and forth, because at the time, Brownstown had like a, a message board, and you can get on there and you can talk about it. Me and that guy went back and forth all week on this message board. How He was saying he, he didn't hit me that hard. I said, God damn, dude. My door is crinkled up around my door bars. You hit me so hard. I said, it hurt. I had a headache for like three hours. You know, it hit me so hard. And um, he's he just, whatever. You know, right. and, and I was, was like, don't whatever me. I said, touch me again. You see what happens. There's a creek down over there in turn three. And I told him, I, if, if I remember it right, I'm pretty sure I told him on that message board, hit me again, I'll put you in the creek. Well, by God, luck would have it. Me and him started the feature the very next week. I was on the inside. He was on the outside of me. And you know what? He never touched me one time. That was the end of that. So did I handle it right? No. You made your point. But I made my point. I got my point across. And he knew that if I mess with him, I'm going to do something back, whether yeah. it's in the pits or on the track. And I, I think I'm not because I'm not a big enough boy. I would have still fought the guy. Don't get me wrong. I don't care how big he is. I'm still going to fight. I'll probably get my butt whipped, but I'm still going to go at him. Exactly. But uh, so I, I understand, like, Noah's frustration because I've been in that scenario too. But I just think if you're going to get somebody back, you're probably better off just doing it on the track, you know. Yeah. Tear up some equipment rather than some bones because stuff hurts. You well, know? I mean, but these, <laughs> and also these, these – uh... These team owners, they have, they have money tied up in these drivers. You know, let's say, let's say Ross punched Noah like he did, and he broke his right hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's a risk now, too. Now, now you're affecting. He's gonna be driving like Chase Briscoe. Well, Briscoe was driving with a broken finger <laughs> and still doing it. Still doing a damn good job. Still doing a great job. I think he needs to break another finger because he fell back a little bit. Right. Yeah. So. Grace, or let's say one of them two fellas go out there and break their complete right hand, you're not driving now. Yeah. You're not. I don't care, you know. I mean, it's just not going to happen. Because, I mean, you've wrecked a car before. You know whenever the wreck, the impact happens, you let go of the steering wheel. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't rip your hand off. Yeah, them, them spokes in that steering wheel can catch a thumb. Right. And you got a broken hand, you do not want to take the chance on being out there on the track and getting caught in a wreck right. you know, and breaking it even worse. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's, that's, I agree. I think handling on the track is the best way to go. It's not always the most entertaining, and, but where does it stop? You know right. And it's so, got to stop at some point, but that's the best to me. That's the best place to do it is on the track because what's going to hurt Ross more getting punched in the face, 
who cares? I mean, yeah, it's going to hurt for a day or so, but having a wrecked car finishing 35th is going to hurt in the points, and that's going to take a lot longer to recover from than a punch to the face. Yeah. So, and and then what's Ross going to do? Is he going to go confront Noah? Because then he'd be in the wrong. So, you know, to me, if I'm in Noah's shoes and I was really as upset as Noah was, I would have just waited for him to come back around and just took you both out. Yeah. You know? But just like we said 30 minutes ago when we started this topic was Ross didn't do nothing wrong this time. Right. So. And which really surprises me. Right. So let's move on to. We got Darlington coming up. The Lady in Black. Yeah. Throwback weekend. Yeah. Love throwback weekend. I haven't even had a chance to look at any of the the throwback schemes. They got some pretty cool ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, I like to wait. I like to wait until uh, race time. I like to wait till race time to uh, see the throwback schemes instead of yeah, it's kind you know of making a surprise. Right. You yeah. know, it gets me more excited for the race. Uh, yeah. So get to live in the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I do look forward to the throwback weekend. Um, I think it's going to be pretty exciting. If I had. If I had somebody I thought was going to win this race, I would definitely think it was, you know, one of my top choices would be Larson, just because it's, this track is made for running up against the wall. And that's pretty much his and uh, Tyler Reddick's M.O., you know. So, and Larson didn't have, he finished second. He should have won last week, so it seems like any time he does really bad, he comes back with a, a pretty good finish. So I'd well, be watching he, Larson this week. Right. Who do you think? Taking fantasy out of it, who would be somebody, one or two that to watch for? Brad Keselowski. Watch for him. <clears throat> and these are all three veterans. And I, I feel like... And this ain't just last year, the last two years. This is this has been over decades. Is I feel like Darlington is more of a Chevrolet track. You know, it's a for one, it's a lady in black. So yeah. Chevrolet, you know, it's a. But you, you know, I say Kyle Busch, Joey Gano. Danny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, Kevin Harvick. I mean, the veterans can can whip this track's ass just yeah. just as easy as anybody. I I look at it more instead of a Ford Chevy Toyota track. I look more of more at it as it's just a veteran track. Right, you but know? a veteran hasn't won it in a while. True, you know. But when I think of Darlington, that's what I think of. It's, yeah. it's the veterans stand it's the out retro. more. You know, I mean, yeah. we automatically, our brains go to the, the classics, you know. That's true, mine does. So, um, you know, Eric Jones won it last year, and, um, you know, rightfully so. He, he did a good job. Yeah, he did a great job. Uh, Caught me off guard. Right. I had, he wasn't even on my radar yeah. last year. But, you know, there again, Chevrolet, you mm-hmm. know. And, um, but no, I mean, as, as far as, uh, I think any one of them four guys, like I said, Hamlin, Logano, Kyle Busch, Harvick, any one of them four guys could pull this win out, and it wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah. But on the same note, 
you got people like Kyle Larson and Tyler Reddick that are damn good drivers. And this track fits their style. Right. But where you can you know, you can go down low and damn near cut that one half the track in half. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I mean it's a, there's gonna be a lot of maneuvers, there's gonna be a lot of strategy. And that's what I like about Darlington is mm-hmm. I mean, we've been fortunate not to see a green white checker the past few weeks. You know. Let's knock on some wood there. Right. But <laughs> I look for that to happen at Darlington. I look for it to happen because it always makes such a nail biter, such a finish, the way they come off that turn and go swing down low. The, you know, you've always got that group on the inside that cut across there, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to add, it's going to amp the excitement so much. Let's see if I'm right that we have a green white checker this week. You could be, you could be, and one one thing I wanted to throw at you quick was um and we don't have to talk about this too long i just wanted to get your thoughts on it real quick you see on the board there on that top right i've got the win total for manufacturers for this year and right now we're sitting at chevy with seven toyota with four and your your boys with the blue oval only have one one only matters you only got to win one well there's a lot of guys out there with blue ovals that need to win one to get in them playoffs. You can get in in points. Yeah, you can. You know, unless always, unless these Chevys a, and Toyotas start winning a lot more. There's always three to four that get in on points. So let's say he gets in on points, does good through the chase, and wins that last race at Phoenix. You only need one win to Could. win the championship. I want to see a guy win the championship without winning a race. That's what I want to see. Just totally blow their whole, you know, uh, I think Rusty Wallace didn't Rusty Wallace do that back in? No, nobody's done it yet. Not since the playoff format. No, no, I'm talking about in like '88, '89. Well, back in the day, yeah. you, you could do that. I don't. I, I mean, he had top fives every race. Yeah, yeah. You, I don't think he won a race that year that he won the championship. He probably didn't. And you could do that back in the day, and that's right. and that's when consistency Winston, paid off. Right. You didn't have to be. But you also knew three quarters of the way through the season who was going to win the championship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is why somebody had a 300 point lead. So. It just wasn't – it brought nothing to them last couple of races. So I, I'm I'm an old-school guy. So to me, I always believe old-school is better. And when you're points racing, I feel like the most consistent guy should be crowned the champion, just like it was in the old-school days. But – I also do like the playoff format like the because format. it makes it exciting. But yeah. it is it is kind of interesting, and I've never had the chance to sit down and and look up the stats as far as you know how many championships would Jimmy Johnson have without the playoff system? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Who who would be the champion in this year if we didn't have a playoff champion? And and just go through the yeah, years. Yeah, because you've got you've got all them guys out there that you know we've got we've got three. NASCAR greats mm-hmm. tied at seven championships apiece. You got Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt Sr., and Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. And you got the Earnhardt and Petty fans that say, oh, well, Jimmy wouldn't even have seven if it wasn't for the chase format. And you got, you know, you you get it all back and forth. Yeah. So, I mean, there is some truth to it. But the fact is, they won the sport that they were performing in. Yeah. Period. 
Yeah, and it goes both ways. You know, right. how many how many championships would Petty or Earnhardt have if they had a playoff system? Or you know? if there was forty cars on the track with right. Petty. You know, I mean, yeah. So yeah, it goes both ways. But I just wanted to get your thoughts real quick on the seven four one with the Ford. Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm glad. I wish Dodge was still in there. I do too. I do, and I'm still a Ford guy. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm not going to put anybody down when it comes to wins because. I'll tell you this, Chevy, Toyota, and Ford, they all make great vehicles. Mm-hmm. Chevy, Toyota, and Ford, they all make lemons. You know what I mean? It's gonna, yeah. it's they're, they're, it's out there. Yeah. So, I'm a Ford guy. It's because, just something to rib each other. Right, about. right. Yeah. I'm a Ford guy because Grandpa taught mm-hmm. me to be a Ford guy. Yeah. You know, and I, it's it's that memory that mm-hmm. makes me a Ford guy. Yeah. So, uh, but like I said when we started talking about this, you know. You only need to win one race. Yeah. Well, with that, and what my point was going with this is Ford's only won one. You got guys like Ryan Blaney, who's on a long winless streak. Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick. Well, he won a couple last year, but he hasn't won any this year. But Ford seems to be struggling right now. So are these, do you think these guys like Harvick or Blaney or maybe even a Brad may get a win to get to lock themselves in the playoffs. Yeah. And I, I really hope all of them do because yeah. I would like to see all those guys in the playoffs. Yeah. I really want to see Blaney get that win just to get the monkey off his back and because he's he's more talented than what his results have been showing. Right. In my opinion, he is. So, But maybe it's just a 12 But, call. you know, I mean, it, it would also be more of a red flag to me if we had seven Ford wins and Blaney didn't have one. This That's tells true too. this tells me there's a manufacturer issue. It, yeah. And yeah. I think and and I think obviously Ford is looking at this too and I believe that come next year during this next upcoming off season Ford's going to be doing a lot of homework. They're going to be doing a lot of digging. They're going to be finding I'm they're sure they they're are not right happy now. with that one right there, right. you know. So I'm sure they're doing that homework right now. I'm sure they are. So you know, it's um. I want to see, you know, my my. I'm a, I'm a fan of a lot of these guys out there on the track, but you know, when it comes to saying Justin, we're going to the race this weekend. Who's your guy? It's Kevin Harvick. Kevin yeah. Harvick's been my guy for years. Mm-hmm. So. This is Kevin Harvick's last year. I'd love to see him get a championship. I'd love to see a lot of these guys get a championship, but. Mo- more importantly, I'd like to see. Harvick squeezed one last one out. You know what I mean? I'd like to see him win about five or six. No, I mean one last championship. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd be okay with that. Right. You so, know? but on on that same note, when Kevin Harvick retires, still a Ford guy, but I'm a... Not I'm, according to HR. You might be a Chevy guy after that. Yeah. Uh, HR, <laughs> HR don't always know what they're talking about. Okay. <laughs> That's the problem. With I'll HR. let you deal with that That's one. That's the problem with HR is when somebody in HR has a problem, you don't have nobody to take them to. You can't take them to HR. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, and our HR, he's he's a tough cookie. He only sees things his way. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, and it don't matter what you got to say about it. No. No, he'll let you know real quick you're wrong. Yep. But, but after that, I'm a I'm a Briscoe and Blaney fan. Yeah. So. Well. But, you know, 
I, I like Briscoe because he's that hometown guy. He's, that, yeah, that's know, why I pull for Briscoe. And he's a, he's a Stuart Hoss driver, so mm-hmm. that's even more at home. But Ryan Blaney, I mean, you know, he drives for Penske. I, I, I love Penske. Always have liked that team. Um, but right now, I think Blaney is the more talented wheelman between Blaney and Briscoe. But I like where Briscoe's going. You know, I, I really do. Yeah, and I and and I like Briscoe, and I pull for him because he's he's the local guy, he's he's the hometown guy that, uh, you know, same reason I'd have pulled for Stewart, hometown guy, damn good racer, hope he does well, um, but I I'm with you, I believe Blaney is the more talented of the two at this moment, right? But I think a lot of that just has to do with experience, you exactly. know. So, and you know. We always talk about favorite memories and stuff like that at the race we're going to. And mm-hmm. since we're on the Briscoe thing, I mean, we could sit here and talk about retro weekend for another hour. But my my favorite Darlington memory was just, I don't know, four or five years ago. I know it was in 20, no, it was four years ago. It was in 2020 when Chase, this is an Xfinity race now. And like I said, we could talk on and on about it, but Briscoe, it was a, it was a really hit home kind of moment. That's probably my favorite memory, just because of, I felt the guy's pain. I you could really see the emotion he was going through, and I've been through it myself. But, you know, his wife, she was, two or three months pregnant, and, the night before the race they had to go to the hospital and she'd miscarried and it was their first child you know and Briscoe was a mess you know I mean they talked about it a little bit that Saturday morning and everything like that but NASCAR did not chase but he didn't even want to go race at the hospital he was I mean like I said it, it bad bad situation mm-hmm. and uh you know he there at the hospital he told he told his wife he said you know why he said I'm gonna go out there. And I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna go race, and I'm gonna win this race for that baby. And I'll be damned. He goes out there and wins that race, gets out of his car at the checker line, and just breaks down. Mm-hmm. You know. And I got teary eyed seeing it because I've been through that just yeah. like Chase had. You know. And it it was it was a really special. That I mean, there ain't nobody on that track that that race meant more important. Yeah, meant more too than Chase Briscoe, and he won it. You know, so that's my look back. My favorite memory of the track, not so much Monster, but it was Xfinity. But it it was the moment that. Yeah, and I I remember that race that you're talking about. You know, and I felt bad for Chase at that moment because nobody wants to go through that, and for him to go out there and do what he did in that moment that's like babe ruth calling his shot you remember yeah uh, well, i mean we wasn't around then but how how strange it was that mm-hmm. he went and pointed that bat out there well chase did it mm-hmm. in a race and he did it he followed up on it so yeah my my biggest when i first think of darlington the race that i think of is is probably one that a lot of people think of at darlington is um at 2002, 3, early 2000s, 
the uh, Kurt Busch, Ricky Craven, closest finish in NASCAR history. Oh, yeah. I mean, those two guys were just beating the tar out of each other for three, four laps. Neither one could get the advantage on the other, and it turned out that, that Ricky Craven ends up winning the race by like two inches or something like that. You know, just a ridiculously close One of the race. closest of all time. Yeah. yeah, I think it still is the closest. Is it? I think so. I mean, we've had a couple like at Daytona or Talladega that have competed with it, but I don't think they've actually yeah, that, beat that yeah, record. That was tight. And and just the way that they went back and forth, you know, and it was just hard racing. Nobody dumped the other, yep. and and they respected each other, but they still wanted to beat the other one, you right. know, and that that's they what made that They knew how far was, they would go and how far they wouldn't go. Yes. Right. It was it was it was cool as hell to watch. Yeah. And I would watch that over and over just because the way it played out and uh nobody had to dump the other one to win the races. So they were both showing each other that respect and but yet still beating the piss out of each yeah, other. Yeah, they didn't have to green white checker to get <laughs> right to get the excitement up, you Yeah. Know? Yeah. And but what I'm looking forward to is this North Wilkesboro All-Star race. I think one. that's going to be fun. I, I I think this you know, I think we talked about this last night was I think after this All-Star race it'll be on the circuit. I think for so. Not the, you know, for yeah. a points race. Or at least it'll be in the talks to get it on on the schedule right. as a points race. And I, w- I would be okay if they use it as an all-star race next year as long as it stays on the schedule. But I would really like to see it as a points race. Yeah. You know, because none of these drivers, you think about this, this isn't a new track. They're bringing this thing up from the ashes. Yeah, it's revamped. But it's still the same racing surface that they used back in, what, the mid-90s when they last ran on it? Yeah. I think Jeff Gordon won that race. He won the last one at Rockingham. I can't remember who won the last I one. I think he won Wilkesboro. the last one at Wilkesboro yeah. also. I, I I think. I could be wrong. What is wrong, it with him winning the last race and the track Jeff going Gordon. out of business? You, you know. know. <laughs> <laughs> God dang. I know, right? Keep this guy off the track. We need to keep our tracks open. <laughs> But none of these current drivers have ever turned a lap on North Wilkesboro. So that's really going to make things interesting. Yeah. And I hope they get no practice. You know, yeah. Heat race is their first laps on the track. I think that would be awesome. So what, So if you're a team owner, and you can, give, you can give me a short answer on this, but if you're a team owner, what's going to be your game plan? Your team owner, crew chief, what, what, however involved you are. If you're the crew chief, team owner, what's going to be your game plan into going into this race, knowing that nobody out there has ever turned a lap on it? It's a 200-lap race, and I know they can't change tires after lap 100, right? Um, I'm going to tell my driver, use the first 50 laps to find your groove. Find how you feel comfortable racing this race use them last 150 balls out you know what my plan would be what's that i'm gonna call larry back yeah (laughs) (laughs) and that's honest because he was a crew chief then you know what i'm saying yeah he but maybe they already are i I can probably they could be right but if i'm a team owner or crew chief and my team hell half of me wasn't even alive last time they ran on on North Wilkesboro, you right. know what I'm saying? So yeah. 
if I'm that guy, I bet Larry Mack still has a notebook with North North Wilkesboro. Oh, I'm notes sure he's got it. a filing cabinet that's got a North Wilkesboro drawer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that's going to be as a crew chief or team owner. That's going to be my first. That's going to be my first. Uh, that's going to be my first move. Yeah, is, that's that would be a smart move. Yeah, I like it. That's that's better my game plan. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you can get Larry Mack involved, you you're you're on the up and up. Well, because I mean, you're anybody that does that is going to be a step ahead of everybody else. Period. Yeah. Because name another guy out there that was out here still involved with NASCAR when it ran last. Not anybody that's relevant in the sport, right? You know, um, Richard Childress, maybe. But he probably—I don't sure. even think Dell Jr. I mean, I know he's—he's he's turned laps on it in a late model last year, but I think they retired North Wilkesboro before he got into the Cup. Oh, I know he did. I know they did. Because yeah. he—he didn't start till what ninety? Was it ninety-eight, ninety-nine, maybe? Yeah, ninety. He was late nineties. I don't know exactly what year. Because I know he was still pretty rough around the edges when Dad died. Yeah. You know, so. It'll be interesting. It'll be a yeah. fun race to watch. Absolutely. Um, so let's get into this uh, fantasy stuff, you want to? Let's do it. I'm noticing. Well, first off, before we get too far into this, we got one, two, three, four, five people that picked a winner last week. And Five you... people that moved my guy out of the way. And who was one of them? Well. His mom. Yeah, she got her, I, she I got was her looking win. down the list. She Mom got her, got her a win. She got her win. And I tell you what, she's up to 15th spot. And you remember what we said. We were sitting right here in the same spot just a few weeks ago. and said, watch out for Mom. Yeah. Watch out for Lou because she's going to come up. Me and her were sitting in the living room today, and we, we was both on our phones looking at the standings, and she said she hadn't looked at them yet. She said, but I don't think I moved up very much when I won. I said, Mom, you need to look again. <laughs> she you moved know? up four spots. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, and she's right. She is right behind me. So, yes. I have, I have, I'm in a predicament right now. If you can see who's right above me and who's right below me, uh-huh. I've got HR right in front of me, and I got mom right behind me. So I'm in a spot. I'm focusing. I got to play offense and defense at the same time. Yeah. Which, well, I mean, you're 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 surrounded. I mean, you got Earl Scott right in front of you, mm-hmm. and mom. And Tony right right behind you. Yeah, I mean, and Tony's a UK fan. I can't let him pass me right. back, you know. Right. So then <laughs> you got um, Mr. Sonia there in eleventh right now. Yeah. So I mean, you just don't know. You can't. It's Earl's hard to pick up on. I don't even know Earl. I know what you've told me and everything uh-huh. like that. But but you don't know if he's gonna pick or if Sonia's gonna pick. Now Sonia's picking better than Earl is. We know. Well, that. he just lost five spots, so obviously he picked last week. Right. Yeah. So if this is Sonia's week to pick, he's gonna move up. Yeah. But you got Jason A, Riggs, Scott, Lou, and Tyler all picked the winner last week. And which which really it, I'm more than happy to finish second. But when everybody around you picks the winner, it's frustrating because you finish second and you're losing ground to everybody around you. So that was my frustration last week. But you got the top, what, five? 
Hunter, Josh, Joe, Sam, and you didn't move any places, didn't move up or down. So top right. five is staying strong. But I'll, I'll say this. I'm the first one on the leaderboard with zero wins. Hmm. I'm the, I haven't looked at that. I'm, I have zero wins. The top four all have one, two. Josh has got three. So Really? Yeah. And he's not leading yet. Right. Hunter had a pretty dominant lead. Yeah. But if you remember two <laughs> weeks ago, I think you wrote it down. I said three yeah, weeks. I, I said three weeks. And Hunter will not be in the Hunter lead. Hunter will not be in the lead. Yeah. Now, it's after 7 o'clock on Thursday, so we can talk about this. But mm-hmm. we all know that uh, Hunter took eric jones last year at darlington and pulled a win out of his ass that was in the uh, almanac right had to have been so so <laughs> of course you know hunter uses eric jones again this year oh, at not, darlington huh? not bad i can't blame him well i mean i can't blame him it, it worked out good for him right so first time so josh takes the same driver that i take number 45 hmm. reddick so okay. let's okay. see if if now, four weeks ago, I said, I'm going to jump up five spots in one race, and I did it. Yeah, yeah. Three week, two weeks ago, I said, at Darlington, after that race, Hunter won't be in first place anymore. Yeah, I remember that. So, we'll see if I got ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's only a six-point difference between Hunter and Josh, and I really, knowing that Hunter has... Eric Jones and Josh has Reddick. I like Josh's chances to jump too. over Hunter, which I think is no offense to you, Hunter, but there's a lot of people that want to see you out of the lead. Um, so that's going to put a lot of smiles on a lot of faces, yeah. even if it's only for a week. Well, I mean, you know? Hunter's kind of like the Yankees. You know, enough's enough. We know yeah. you can win. Yeah. You know, we know we know you can pick good. Right. I don't want to see the Yankees win every year. Right. A lot of the people that don't like the Yankees don't like them for that reason. Mm-hmm. The people who love the Yankees love them for that reason. Right. So, I mean, he don't he can win the season. You know, I want any any one of them twenty six people. I'll be happy when they win the season. Yeah. So. Yeah, Hunter I'm not rooting against anybody. Winning. Right, Hunter can win the season, but mm-hmm. I just need to see him drop down in first place for a minute. Yeah. Especially on the week that I said it, I was I'd be right. Yeah. Are you gonna pass <laughs> Sam? You're only four points away. Yeah, I am. But Sam's been on a roll. He Sam, has. Sam's my boy. Sam, Sam is my boy. He. Uh, I'm gonna have to see who he took. You gonna give him a bump and run? Yeah, I don't want to dump him, but I'll. Yeah. So Sam takes 24 Byron. I thought I, about Byron. I thought I, heavily about Byron. Well, but, and he he's got as good a chance as any. You know, he he's a he's in a Chevy. He's out there on Chevy. To me, is what I consider a Chevy track. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was leading this race, the spring race, when Logano dumped him mm-hmm. last year. So he can do good there. So, you know, I think I think uh, I think Reddick and Byron are both strong enough to win the race. We'll just have to see who does it. Yeah. I I don't know. I'd have I, to. I told I told Hunter if Eric Jones wins again, that I was going to ask punch him, and I've got the text message <laughs> to prove it. 
so I mean, he knows it's coming. <laughs> he better be watching I, out if I, Eric Jones dude, I, wins. I'll be hiding in the shrubs outside of his work. You might I, not be the only one that wants to do that. Right, but <laughs> I, I, I will ask Bunch Hunter over something like that. And like I said, it can, Hunter, if you're listening, it can happen anywhere. I'll it be can, hiding yeah. in the bushes outside of your work when you come out, bam. I mean, I could be hiding next to your car when you come out and you can car. hide pretty good oh absolutely i mean you're not a small guy but you can still hide pretty good like a damn ninja i know so right. <laughs> <laughs> well let's see we got who are the biggest movers up and down last week we got jerry moved up four spots yeah earl with his pick moved mom, down five that's going to take sonya probably a week or two to get those five spots back mom and uh mom and jerry were the two big movers plus four up Yep. Moving up, yep. yeah. They were yep. the two biggest movers up. Um, Jeff C, he dropped nine. And yeah, he... Tony dropped nine. They tied for the most in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. I know, I remember Jeff C picked Bush last week, didn't he? I don't remember who Tony had. Maybe they both picked Bush. Yeah, Tony took Bush as well. Okay. But the points are pretty tight. I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. Jess fell five more spots. And she is in 22nd out of 26 right now. So she was in the penthouse about a month ago. And now she's in the outhouse. It doesn't take long. Just one bad race. I mean, she took Bell last week at a very, I mean, a very respectable talent. Bell normally does pretty good on the mile and a half. Right. And he just ate it, you know. And And she got mad at me because I've told her. At least twice so far this year. You've probably got the best pick. I told her that with Logano at the Bristol Dirt. Because, I mean, he had an average finish of second, you know. So I said, you, you, statistically, you've probably got the best pick. And then he just ate the wall early on. And Well, just like, <laughs> just like our HR department. You know, when he took Bell, you know, he got his Bell run. Yeah, he know? did. I remember that. And it happens to Jess, too. I mean, it, it can happen to any of us at any time. But. Oh, yeah. Especially with these new cars, man. This ain't like it was just a couple of years ago when you pretty much knew, if I pick this guy, he's at least going to give me a top five or a top ten or whatever the case may be. Right. Whereas these new cars have made it, you're throwing darts at the wall. I mean, yeah. you don't know. It's just, just as much you, luck as it is anything. I mean, you've got your drivers that have their niches. Yeah, and most of the time it's like drawing a name out of a hat. Yeah. So, but yeah, Jess fell five, Jeff, Tony both fell nine, Earl fell five. Don't do that again, Earl. Just let Sonya pick for you. Just do the smart thing, bud. Um, Now, I went, I was having a tough time with this Darlington pick because early on, my very first initial thought was pick Logano. He's seems to be a safe pick. He's good anywhere. Yeah. And my second pick was Byron. Byron's been pretty hot this year. I mean, look what he did last last just last week at Kansas. He was two laps down. Yeah. Come back and finish third. That's pretty impressive. Um so I was really debating between both of them. And then I got to thinking today I'm just gonna take Denny Hamlin. Because I haven't taken him yet. So. Nobody took Ross Chastain or Noah Gregson. <laughs> well, that's probably a smart move. <laughs> I was hoping to see somebody do that. Yeah. I, I was hoping somebody would pick Ross just to see what happens. 
I was hoping Hunter would pick Ross Chastain, but he's, he's, that would guarantee Ross to win the race. So, right. But it ought to be interesting. Well, I mean, there's a lot of movement going on, and these points are tight. Yeah. So if somebody has a good race, they could jump up three, four, five spots easy. Yeah. If you have a bad race, you you're going down quick. Yeah. So. Fingers crossed. It should be interesting. This week at Darlington, is, I mean, it's... No, I took Reddick and Tyler, I know... I know you don't get to listen every week, but if you're listening this week, you heard Hunter's warning. Same goes for you. <laughs> you don't get me a top five. I could jump out of that car hauler at any time and ass punch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to watch out. Right. And I don't know, you know, we've had this talk in the past. I don't know if anybody's ever been ass punched, but it does hurt. I would love to see that. Right. I would, I've would. i never seen anybody get ass punched, well, but that would be entertaining. I think when we start filming this podcast, <laughs> that'd be something good to do on there because I'll tell you, it hurts so bad. Like, ass punch somebody? Yes. On, on the podcast? On the podcast. See who'd sign up for that. So, um, that would be interesting to see if anybody yeah, would be willing yeah, to take I, a punch to the ass. And, and you don't, you know, you punch them in the ass cheek, but you right, got to hit them right. in the right spot, you know, so it's like... When you get punched there, you can't stand still. You can't stand still, but it hurts to move. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like you, your whole body cramps up. <laughs> uh, have you, you been punched in the ass? I yeah, think I've, I've been, asked you this. Yeah, I've been punched. Who punched you in the ass? I, I got to know. How long ago was this, first off? Oh, hell, this is back early. Was it early, HR? No, it wasn't HR. It was early 2000s. I, and I can't even remember who done it. But... I remember thinking... So you were out of school. Yeah, I was out of school. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know... You know oh, I know. Are. I know. us men are. I mean... <laughs> Anything can happen. <laughs> I but, know. <laughs> but you, it hurts to move, but you can't stand still. And depending on which side of the ass you get punched in, you you drag that leg when you do move because you literally <laughs> it hits that nerve. And you I mean, you look like a... <laughs> You look like a mummy in pain almost, you know what I'm saying? It, it yeah. just, it's it's horrible, but it's funny as hell. So your other side that you didn't get You're punched fine. in is fine. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You feel nothing there. <laughs> but it's like that locks up that other side. Yes. I got you. <laughs> well, we'll see if anybody signs up and for that. you can't run away from the person who did it because... You're dragging a You're going to run in circles, you right. know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> you got a flat tire. <laughs> I'm just I'm just picturing this in my mind. <laughs> yeah. So, so when we get to the point of filming these, we'll see if we can't get somebody on here to take an ass punch on TV. You know. Well, Hunter might get it. Hunter might be the one. He don't even sign up for it. He just gets it. Well, if yeah. if you do have to catch him in a parking you lot, get the film camera. it. You get the camera. Okay. You follow me. Okay, I'll do that. You can hide behind me. I'm pretty good at hiding. Right. You know, so. But even if there's nothing in the area, you yeah, can, I can hide you behind can hide you. Behind yeah. me and I'll, you know, <laughs> we'll get him. We'll wear our sneakers so we can. We'll wear them running shoes. <laughs> no, <laughs> so we can sneak up on him. So we can gotcha. sneak up on him. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. Well, that's about all I've got. Um, you got anything else you want to add to I it? I don't. Except right in the face. In the face, just like Chastain. But uh, like I said last week, now we're on Twitter. You wasn't in here for this one last week. We're on the Twitter, 
Instagram, the Facebook, all that stuff. I don't, I'm not good with social media, so my social media person is going to have to be yeah, we're, we're, we're taking care of us as far as that goes. Yeah. We don't have anything on them yet. Right, but, but they're he's out there. getting us out there. We're about to oh, be yeah. uh, worldwide. Oh, yeah. We already are. You know what I'm we're saying? We're going to get more worldwide. Absolutely. That's what yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. Boats but, and uh, hoes. That's right. Boats and hoes, Prestige baby. Prestige worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all we got for this week. Uh, you can still, even though we're not on the Twitter and the Instagram, still hit us up on there. You know, Put some comments on the website. Check out the website for the standings so you know exactly what we're talking about. If you've ever and been ass-punched. Leave us a comment. Definitely us. leave us an a, a <laughs> comment to let us know that you've been ass punched because I want to hear that story. Yeah, that is definitely a story that I want to I want to listen to. I know I'm not the only one out there. It's been ass punched. I've gave an ass punch too. Who'd you ass punch? A guy named Tom. I can't say his whole name <laughs> on here, but right. This, was this... it your first Facebook friend, Tom? No. 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 That was this... my only friend there for a while. Was it? Yeah. This guy. Sad day. He was like six ten. He was a great what? big bastard. You hold on. You punched a guy that's six ten. Was it was he a stocky boy? Was yeah, he just he, he was lanky heavy. or what? He was heavy. He was a big old boy. And he even talked like a giant. You know, he had a big jaw and he talked yeah. slow. Yeah. But And you punched him in the ass. Right in the ass. <laughs> Cause you couldn't reach his jaw or why? No, I couldn't what what reach made his you jaw, say I'm gonna I, punch this guy right in the ass? Because I know how bad it hurts. <laughs> slow him down. <laughs> I knew he wasn't gonna catch me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm six two and two fifty. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'll fight anybody. I'm not going out looking for fights by any means. But I'll take an ass whooping before I back down from a fight. Right. So this guy, we was just fucking around, and I told him, I said, "Man, I said, keep fucking around. I'm, I'm going to ass punch you." And he had kind of the same reaction. You're going to punch me in the ass? He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Are you serious?" I said, "You're about to find out." Yeah. You know. And as soon as he turned to walk away, dude. Yeah. Did you, hold on. I'm just trying to picture this in my head. Did you go straight? I went straight. I mean, you went straight with a jab, or did you go with like an uppercut? No, straight with a jab. I got you. Straight with a jab. I got you. And it's almost like before you even know what's happening, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with my body right now, you know? Because, <laughs> like I said, it's, <laughs> it's, it's that messed up. I'm picturing in my mind. I'm picturing Andre the Giant, and he's just going, oh, and grabbing his butt as he as he falls down. No, he didn't fall down. But yeah, I see what you're saying. But that leg starts dragging. You can't even pick your leg up off the ground, you know, because yeah. I mean it just not. I mean it's like instant. You know what I'm saying? And he and you're so mad when you get ass punched that you, you can't you can't do nothing about it. Yeah. You know, you can't. You, I mean, you get ass punched in the right cheek, and it's still hard to swing your right arm. Because your initial instinct is to grab that ass cheek, you know, because you're right. You that just bad. got paralyzed in the in the butt cheeks. So, uh, well, yeah. If well, if you anybody listening, if you've ever got punched in the ass, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. But uh, but we'll end this episode right there. We'll be back next week. Talk about Darlington. If anything exciting happened at Darlington. Um, look ahead to North Wilkesboro and uh, get excited about this All-Star race. I think that's probably going to be the most exciting race of the season is that North Wilkesboro All-Star race. So, But we'll be back next week, and we'll discuss it all then. So until then, have a good one. Yep, right in the face.